Hello, everybody. Welcome to In My Opinionation, a Blossom Watch Through Podcast. I am Jen, and I am here with my co-hosts, Mallory. Hello. And Eric. Howdy. Hello. Every week we watch a new episode of Blossom and we do some commentary on it and uh, go through some nostalgia. So how are you guys doing today? Good. Eh, You know, pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) You sound about the same as last week. You always sound so unsure when one of us asks. I was, I'm I'm so tired right now. I reorganized my basement. So I'm just like, why did I stay up till three doing this? Oh my God. Jeez. Because I wanted to be ready for you guys today. Oh, babe. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, so the episode that we are looking at today is season one, episode two. It's called My Sister's Keeper. It was aired on January 7th, 1991. It was written by Dan Rio and Bill Richmond and directed by Zane Busby. Here for that name. Mm -hmm. I think he directed quite a few in the first season, yeah. He's the guy. That is a Hollywood name, and I love it. (laughs) I'm Zane Busby. Zane Busby. (laughs) You're just expecting to see, like... He's a cigar. Yeah, a cigar, a zoot suit, a fedora. Definite zoot suit, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Love it. So what happens in this episode? Here's a little breakdown. Um, Nick denies Blossom permission to go to the prom with an older boy who has a reputation as a young ladies man who also happens to be friends with her older brother, Joey. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Some quick trivia from this from Blossompedia. And uh, I found this and this is probably going to change a lot for us as watchers and commentators on this show. So what I found is that the episodes were not aired in their production order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're like us and say watching it on a Disney platform, they are releasing them in the order they were released on the network. But that is not how they were shot or written. Yeah. So if you are watching the show and go, that doesn't make sense. I don't know how it became spring before winter. (laughs) (laughs) That would be why. Or how we got to the prom. How we got to the prom in the second episode. So keep an eye out on that because I know for sure that will nix probably about half of the notes I would normally have. Yeah, this one, this one was the seventh episode filmed. Yes, exactly. Yep. So we'll see that coming up. And it, from what I could see and read up on, that's going to, we're going to see that happening for the first season maybe into the second season as well but i think it sorts itself out later into the show the first season is very much just out of order like yeah in terms of how they filmed it the second season i feel like there's a couple but it's not as crazy like they, yeah. they try to keep it more chronological yeah so that was a little tidbit i was like okay good to know i'm gonna be uh, less bitchy about some things now <laughs> And another little piece of that, which I think kind of plays into the same thing. The young man that is courting Blossom in this episode is called Bobby. And he will show up later in the season, presumably, as kind of the same character, but with a different name. Oh. That's confusing. So this sort of situation that we're seeing in this episode will be mentioned later on in the season, but it will be mentioned under a different name. Okay. So there's fan theories that it's basically the same person. Right, yeah. So keep an eye out on that. They couldn't get Steven Dorf back because he was so busy? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, lo- I looked at his IMDb like, dude's working. Yeah, he's Duncan but... Frost, man. Duncan Frost. That's from Blade. Oh, okay. He's the bad guy. I, I'm i assuming that's correct because I've never seen Blade. What? Don't at me. <laughs> Okay, so that's the only real trivia I could find on that. And that's more just a Blossom in general trivia. But Yeah, it's hard to find trivia on this. You know, yeah. I wish there was a little bit more, but we'll, we'll take what we can get. Exactly. But it blew my mind, so, you know. <laughs> you know, if anyone associated with the show wants to give us some trivia, you know, you, you know. can just email us at I am, I am opinionation. At opinionation at, pod. Oh, ah. At opinionationpod at gmail.com. I did the wrong one. Please edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into the episode itself. Let's do a breakdown. (laughs) Breakdown. New podcast, guys. I'm trying some stuff. (laughs) So the episode starts on what was classically my childhood. 
is Six and Blossom are doing a sweet, sweet dance practice in her bedroom. Yeah. I couldn't place the song. I don't know if it's like a real song or just a stop. Yeah, I think it's just stock music, but yeah, stock I definitely like with or without friends was making up dances in my room. Mm-hmm. I very yeah. distinctly remember like dancing around on the floor in the living room once and my mom being on the phone and saying like, I don't know, she's like rolling around on the floor and I went, I'm doing music <laughs> videos, mom. I'm an artist. <laughs> Jeez, guys. Oh. So it's, I, I felt that one very deeply in my soul. So yeah. that's how the episode starts. And then they hear a car pull up and Six looks out the window and announces that Joey has just come home. But not only has he come home, he has come home with the hottest boy in school, Bobby Mm. Brewer. So they do what girls that age do and immediately scream and get excited and go to fix their hair. Yes. Have also done this. (laughs) I have no reference for this. They try, they're about to go downstairs and instead they run to the mirror. Yeah. They go, hair. Yeah. (laughs) Is this a real thing? Did you guys do this? I have an older brother and yes, 100%. Okay. I also had an other older brother and no. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have any hot friends. Um, He didn't bring a lot of friends home. Okay. My brother also in high school went through like a pretty punk phase. So like my brother had a blue mohawk and like wore leather jackets and studded boots and stuff and um, had Ah. friends who dressed similarly. And that was not my cup of tea. He was the Anthony to your blossom. Yeah, except he did not give me advice. He just (laughs) hell out of me. (laughs) See, that was my cup of tea. And my brother was in a band. Oh, (laughs) So I can completely relate to this. So they go to a scene where it's um, the two boys, Joey and Bobby, and they're hanging out with Nick, the dad, who is practicing for a benefit concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Now, he mentions that this benefit has some extremely popular artists playing at it that Joey and Bobby have no idea who they are. Oh, so sad. Also, Joey thinks the Hollywood Bowl is a bowling alley. He's a bowling alley. Yeah. He's the dumbest. I knew like, so obviously the dad makes enough money as a musician to keep this house and raise kids. I wasn't expecting Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. As a, as a person that he plays for. I was like, oh, so he's a, he's like a a big music guy. Yeah. I think (laughs) it's, it's more or less implied that he's like a session musician. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that. So, like, he's not in a band. He's not, he doesn't have, like, his own thing. But he, like, backs up a lot of big names. Mm -hmm. Um, And that that comes and goes, I think, throughout the the series. Like, sometimes he's doing, like, this really crazy stuff. And sometimes he's on a cruise ship for a week. Like, yeah. Or uh, I think there's one where he's, like, playing a piano at the piano store at Christmas to make extra Mm -hmm. money for gifts. Like, there's sometimes where he's doing really big things and sometimes where he's not. Which I think is pretty, like true to the artist musician life yeah that's cool i like that detail wasn't he supposed to be some sort of like fairly popular musician amongst musicians too from what i remember like he would always be called on yeah like i know there's definitely episodes where he's like i know so and so and his kids are like no you don't and like the episode revolves around him trying to like prove that he knows these people yeah and the kids always being surprised that like these celebrities know him and play with him I I said before, I think I said in the last episode that more and more, this dad reminds me sort of of my dad because he's also a musician. You know, he was like kind of a hip dad back in the day. And just the deadpan delivery of when Joey says, oh, if you really want to make money off of this thing, you're going to have to get some bigger names. (laughs) And just his deadpan, (laughs) get away from me. Yeah, Yeah, he he doesn't have time for their, their nonsense. He doesn't have time for it. You don't understand art. <laughs> I love I love Nick. He's so good. Like he's such a good dad on this show and mm-hmm. especially yeah. compared to the the dad we saw in the, you know, the pilot. The pilot. Yeah, he's able to do those sort of deadpan deliveries without sounding malicious about it, which was I think the problem mm-hmm. with the first guy. Yeah, he has he has like a charisma and a chemistry with the kids that like mm-hmm. makes it clear that he's not just being a dick to his own children. Yeah. <laughs> Like he cares, but his kids are dumb sometimes. Yeah. Super <laughs> yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Also, uh, Joey is wearing more suspenders in this scene. 
I have a note that says suspender watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another um, piece of clothing that he likes to wear in this season, but we'll get to that later. Okay. I'm already saying fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we'll get back to that. So in the next scene, we see Joey and Bobby move into the kitchen and they start talking about girls. Um, well, more Joey is talking about girls and how good Bobby is at getting them. Bobby quickly tries to divert the subject to start talking about baseball. And they start arguing about how to calculate your batting average. Yeah, there's there's a great line that Joey says in here about the number of girls that Bobby has. And it's, line up all your babes, give them two buzz, you'll have a parade. (laughs) (laughs) Two buzz. I... I don't know. He just says things sometimes. Yeah. It doesn't always make sense. And I don't know if that's the writers thinking they're saying something witty or just literally being no, like, no, no. let's just throw some words into a sentence and give it to Joey. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. Like he's so fixated on talking about like, oh, you're so good with girl. And he's just like, let's not talk about this. Yeah. It's not that many. I think he said, I wish I had as many as you think I do. Bobby says that. Yeah, I think Bobby's trying to push back against this reputation of him being a ladies man because mm-hmm. I think he respects women a lot more than his reputation makes it seem like he does. And yeah. he's kind of uncomfortable with that is the uh-huh. vibe that I got. That he's kind of uncomfortable being seen as like this dude who just like lands all the chicks. Yeah, it's hard to be that hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would know. Yeah. <laughs> we would know. So at this point, Blossom and Six do this brilliant saunter in. Blossom tries to do this like fluid sit down on a stool, but she doesn't quite make it all the way. It's so good. They're trying so hard to be hot. Yeah, I described this in my notes as their adult attractive walks. (laughs) Yeah, like what they think sexy women do when they're picking up dudes. I wish you guys could see this Zoom chat that we're on because both... Jen and Mallory decided to do their little sexy walk <laughs> on camera, and it was just wonderful. We're like shimmering our shoulders. A lot of shoulders <laughs> yeah. going on. We all know. We know that walk. <laughs> <laughs> so they do their sexy walk in, and they're like, oh, hey, flipping their hair, being like, like trying to be cool. How are you doing? So then at this point, Joey reveals that Bobby is going to a special prep school next year on a baseball scholarship and how exciting it is and how cool Bobby is. And Bobby's not really talking. And at this point, Blossom kind of intuits and says something about, you know, that can be really exciting, but it could also be maybe a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. And they have the longest eye contact (laughs) that has ever existed. They have a moment and Joey's just talking in the back. Yeah, and, and they're they're just uh, locked on each other. Mm-hmm. I did also notice this is super weird. So while they're standing <laughs> by the island, Bobby like he's kind of fiddling with his hands, and then he points his finger and puts it into the burner, and he does it twice. What <laughs> <laughs> was something happening at that point? Like, or was he just like, hmm? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of like fiddling with it. Like, I like I don't. It seems like there's something in there that he just wants to know what it feels like. So he just points his finger and just dips it right into the I don't know. I I I got a screenshot of one of them. Brilliant. It's oh so weird. <laughs> it's like when you're normally nervous and fiddling with something, they just blocked him in a bad way where he's just like, well, there's a burner here. I guess this is where this <laughs> yeah. is happening. Yeah. Acting. Yeah. <laughs> well, because you know, they're like I feel like there is a way that he could have like touched the burner to be like, I'm fiddling with things, but it was mm-hmm. a very deliberate, like, I need to I need to touch that. <laughs> is this real? Yeah. Yeah. that's amazing i love that so yeah that's what i noticed <laughs> that's great i want to see that screenshot so i'm yeah. assuming we will have that up on um yeah it'll be either in the the feeder in our stories yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so after that they have this intense look at each other and the boys walk out and six basically convinces blossom something definitely just happened there yeah and that's the end of that scene I, so Blossom, I think, has a reputation for being quite a, like, progressive show feminism-wise. Like, Blossom Mm -hmm. is quite, like, independent and, like, yeah. So I think this is an interesting spot where she's kind of being like, it's okay to be strong and independent, but also like boys. Yeah, right? And I have a note where she's like, 
when she first starts saying like, you know, it must also be scary. Like she's very confident in it. She's not yeah. saying it as anything, but as soon as she realizes that gets her attention, she like melts. Yeah. She comes goo. Like she's super insightful until she's not. Yeah. <laughs> and Six is like, Oh my God, you like dude. And she's like, what? I, what's happening? What is life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that whole mentality of like her being strong and then melting is actually, it plays into the next scene too. So in the next scene, we see Blossom is playing in her bedroom. Actually, that that was a detail I left out. I apologize. So she does mention that she's trying out for first chair trumpet in her band. So this is a really big deal. She's been trying to practice day after day. So we see her in her bedroom practicing the trumpet when Bobby walks in. Ooh. <laughs> So she tries to do this whole bit where she's like, oh, you know, I just I just fiddle around on the trumpet. It's like not even a big thing. And he's like, no, I saw you in the marching band. Like, I know this is you legitimately love that. And he doesn't make her feel bad about it or anything. He's like, no, it's cool. It's awesome. You're really good at a thing. And she mentions that Joey says that girls look dorky playing the trumpet. And Bobby says, I don't think it's possible for you to look dorky. Girl, <laughs> no. I swooned. Such I a know. dreamboat, right? <laughs> he just knows what to say. So he does actually use the. It's funny because he calls her unusual. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Oh, the U word." And he goes, "No, oh. no, no. It's good. It means you're you're different. It's I hate this phrase. You're not like other girls. <laughs> but that's essentially what he's saying here. Is you're not yeah. like other girls. You're unique. You're your own woman. You're unique." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they have that little interlude, and then he asks if he can call her. Yes. Ooh. This was a big thing in the 80s, kids. Yeah. 80s and 90s, because you only had a house phone. Yeah. So <laughs> you had to call, mm-hmm. and then you had to like ask whoever picked up the phone if the person you wanted to talk to was there. So, like, you had to worry about if their parents picked up the phone and you're like, can I talk to mm-hmm. you? Like, you were oh making like a real choice to talk mm-hmm. to this person and maybe everybody knowing about it. I feel yeah. like this is where my hate of talking on the phone came from. Yeah. My first girlfriend's dad was a firefighter and he was really big. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, been so scary. You're going to get yeah. some of the classic dad lines that are showing up later in this oh episode. God, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I understand because I have to write them down for when I get to use them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. This is training, man. So, yeah, that's a scene. It's a short, really sweet little scene. So then we cut to Blossom being on the phone with Bobby and Six comes in at this point. Blossom hangs up and says they've been talking the entire weekend. They have had... 15 phone calls with one another. Mm. 16, but the 16th one was he tried to call a pizza place and dialed her instead. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So just going off of what Eric just said, like, first of all, 16 is a bonkers number. That's too too much. But also it, it also it meant she was literally just sitting in the kitchen all weekend. Yeah. And also, like, what if Nick was waiting on a call for a gig? Yeah. Mm. I don't think she had call waiting. No. Did, did no. they have that back then? I don't remember. Maybe don't not. Know. But that's the thing. Like, if you were on the phone, you were the only one using that phone. So yeah. that was like a huge deal that she says she's been on the phone with him this much. Um. So, again, Joey walks in and, you know, Six lets it slip that Blossom's been talking to Bobby this entire time. And then, of course, Bobby shows up and Joey thinks he has shown up for him. For baseball. For baseball. I did also want to mention when Joey enters, Blossom is talking about how she like what it feels like to be in love and how she saw stars. And Joey says, I got kicked there once. Next time wear a cup. (laughs) So does Joey think that girls have penises? No, he no. Are we sure? (laughs) Well, based on the amount of sex talk we have. In all of these episodes, apparently, <laughs> I don't think he thinks that. I mean, it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. No, it's not the same. Yeah, I don't know. Or so you I've mean, been led to believe. Like getting kicked anywhere hurts. Yeah, but it's it's the worst. <laughs> Again, word soup. Give it yeah. to Joey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Words don't make sense. <laughs> So yeah, then Bobby shows up and Joey's like, yeah, bud, let's hang out. And he's like, actually, I'm going to go take your sister for a walk. And there's that awkward 
interchange where they kind of watch them walk out mm-hmm. and then six and joey are left in the kitchen six kind of tries to make a move a little move <laughs> on <Yeah>. joey <laughs> she asks, yeah she asks joey do you want to take a walk and he says yeah sure yeah. you go ahead and start <laughs> without me <laughs> you start without me and then oh he walks goodness. the other way so i was so interested in six in this scene because she was all about Blossom talking to Bobby and being like, oh my God, he likes you. This is so exciting. But then when it actually happens, like she almost has, um, I don't know if it's a jealous reaction, but like sad or she's not super ecstatic about it. Yeah, I think she has kind of realized that Blossom having a boyfriend means that there's less time for six because she asked her like, mm-hmm. why haven't you told me this? And Blossom's re- like answer is because I've been talking to to Bobby. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the moment where she's like, oh, like she's not going to talk to me as much. Yeah. See, I never saw that that way. in when I watched it, I didn't I didn't pick up on her being, you know, upset about it. It didn't feel like that. To me. I think it was more like versus how we've seen six act before mm-hmm. this. Is, she was very, very subdued in her reaction. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was upset. It was just like not what she expected. Yeah. I just, I think I saw yeah. it more as a dude, where have you been? I haven't seen you in mm. like days. Okay. What's going up? What's going up? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just remember girl psychology from back yeah. then. And I feel like there's yeah. more than one thing happening there That's also fair. for someone like six who takes a lot of time to put herself together and like yeah. talk to boys and stuff mm-hmm. to have your best friend who doesn't try mm-hmm. That's fair. not in a bad way but like get the hottest boy in school you know yeah. i wouldn't know i was an oblivious teen we, know <laughs> <laughs> we all tried so hard <laughs> the amount of times i've heard like oh yeah you didn't realize that blah 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 liked you i was like what yeah like <laughs> in teenage years like i didn't know what no we were just no we played music all the time or something like that I was like, yeah, uh, yeah that's what that means Eric. i don't know <laughs> that means you were dating <laughs> <laughs> you mean those weren't just guitar practice times hell no <laughs> sing song <laughs> oh, God. oh my god <laughs> so um, after joey gets his information of course he immediately runs to go tell nick about it again this is a great nick scene his reactions are just uh chef's kiss yep so nick's just tooling around on his piano practicing joey busts in to tell him he okay he opens a conversation with being like so hi i have this friend he dates everyone he is such a lady killer he is this guy is just like he basically says my best friend is just the worst yeah. Also, he's going to date your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the trajectory of where he starts the conversation to like lure him in is so funny. So I, I, I love that Nick was like, why are you talking to me about this boy? Yeah. And, like, and then he transitions to, oh, you're talking about Bobby the dead boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like like that was such a great setup for a joke. But I also yeah. feel like Joey, had, like when he starts that conversation, he's missing the puzzle piece that Nick doesn't know. Yeah, that, that Blossom and Bobby are dating. Yeah, so he's just yeah. like, Bobby's the worst. And uh, what? Okay. Like, who? what? Yeah. So you can see like a split second where Nick ch- kind of tries to be reasonable, but then instantly does this thing that he did in the last episode where he's like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck. And like instantly flies into yeah. this panic about it. Well, I think Joey goes, don't you remember when you were 16? And he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he clues in and just at that exact moment blossom does this cute little floaty <laughs> dance <laughs> into the house and announces that bobby has asked her to go to junior prom with him and that's when the boys decide to shut it down yeah <laughs> i do i do think it's interesting that when nick is trying to like think of ways to rationalize the situation it's a boy like that would never date blossom it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with blossom making smart decisions and like being yeah just being smart about like who she chooses to date it's that someone who is like the hottest guy in school is not going to go for my daughter which i i i don't i don't know how to feel about that it was it was weird i felt weird about it Uh, yeah it's And I don't know if that was a diss on Blossom so much as assuming that this Bobby guy is superficial or 
But the, yeah, then what does that say about how he thinks Blossom presents herself? Yeah. Yeah, that's complicated. It is complicated. Because yeah, he's like, uh-huh. she's she's probably helping him with homework or something. Like he's not going to date a girl like Blossom. And it, is it, he's not going to date someone that's two years younger than him? Mm-hmm. Is he not going to date a smart girl? Or like, he's not going to date my daughter because she's not part of the like popular in crowd. Or she's not right. easy or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't read it on that initial level. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to like watch the whole episode like that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, Nick's so funny. Bah, bah, bah. Uh- <laughs> I mean, he still is, but I yeah. think, I think this episode, we'll talk more about it as we go through, but I think this episode has a lot of people making decisions for Blossom. Yeah. And her not having a lot of agency. Yeah, for sure. Actually, that's the the exact next scene is uh, Nick confronting Blossom and saying that he doesn't trust Bobby, which like sidebar based on Joey. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. sure. Why not? Um, That he doesn't trust Bobby, that, you know, guys that age only want one thing and he doesn't want Blossom to get hurt. That's his parental reasoning. He he doesn't want Blossom to get hurt. But then Blossom argues that their relationship isn't like that and he needs to trust her. But ultimately he forbids her from going to the prom. Yeah, like Nick has never actually met this person. He's just going Mm -hmm. off of of rumors. Off of what his dumbass son just told him. (laughs) Like, I feel like if Anthony had had that conversation with Nick, it would have a little more grounds. Yeah, and and I think Anthony would also have a little bit more substance other than there's rumors that he's a ladies' man. Like, he would have, like, this happened, this happened, this happened. Yeah. He would have more evidence of it being a bad choice. But I think, like, throughout the series, Nick doesn't seem to really like anyone Blossom dates. Okay. Um, as we'll see as we go through. He's, he's quite a protective father in that yeah. way. It's it. This scene was interesting too, because not to like get too deep into it, but I definitely had this conversation with my dad when I was Blossom's age. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it was just a guy. He, a guy I knew. He went to a different school, but we coached ice skating together because I'm Canadian. Um, <laughs> so I coached ice skating. Um, yes. Yeah, and we were coaches together. We were friends, and he was 16 at the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, our school's having a dance. Do you want to come? And, you know, my other friend's going to be there too, but do you want to come? And I kind of brought it up, and it was that sort of the same conversation of you might not think it's anything, but this guy is older and you know, like almost yeah. a beat for beat. So it was really weird watching this scene for me. So real talk, are you Canadian Blossom? I'm Canadian six. <laughs> I like with, it. With Blossom tendencies. With Blossom <laughs> tendencies. Yeah. No, I didn't have anything like this. I wasn't quote unquote allowed to date until I was 16. Mm. Now I did have quote unquote boyfriends, but it was like, we would go to the movies with friends. I would yeah. go to the school dance and see him there. Like it wasn't, I wasn't alone really. Mm-hmm, exactly. My dating life though. <laughs> Did Were you a 16 year old dating a 14 year old? No, no. I was dating a 16 year old when I was 16. Appropriate. Okay. Really? I was very confused at that time too. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody what does. do I do? What do no. we do? Nobody knows what's happening. Let's go see yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> we're all dumb. <laughs> oh my god looking back so dumb yeah it was right? so dumb and i went to a catholic school so it was like but not like we could hold hands or anything at school oh that made it worse yeah you can't sit too close to each other i was like okay mm-hmm. i remembered a really embarrassing story that i'm gonna share now okay yes. um so our student handbook said that public displays of affection could not go past the hand-holding stage and i was very confused about where this stage was that we could only <laughs> I love you. Why did I drink water at that time? That was a bad. That was a bad choice. That was a bad life choice. Uh, oh, that, that's adorable. You are the <laughs> my god. I have a little bit of Joey in here. <laughs> Just like two kids, be like, "Well, let's go to the stage and like yeah. hold their hands and swing them back and forth." <laughs> we can't we can't do any public displays of affection once we walk past that stage. No. That's the line. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Internet make a comic about this. I don't even know how to transition out of that. That's brilliant. <laughs> 
we want to hear your stories about your handling stages that you had in your schools. All right. Okay. (laughs) Let's move on. God, you're adorable. Okay. (laughs) So the next scene, I was so happy because y'all told me that Miss Swanson slash Agnes didn't come back. She's back baby mm-hmm. i love her i do have to say the more i see of her the more i'm just like this is what jen's gonna be like when she's an old lady <laughs> i i literally have a note and i wrote the note down after she said the line about the gin oh no that was that's yeah. something else sorry <laughs> yeah but i was watching her and i'm like oh my god this is this is uh, yeah, she's she's you. <laughs> but like, yeah, like the way she doles out advice of like, you know, Blossom is complaining about her dad and Agnes is just like, well, then stand up for yourself. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she says a really interesting line where Blossom's like, he just doesn't remember what it's like to be this age. And then Agnes goes, well, I think the problem is like he kind of mm-hmm. does, but he knows it from his personal boy perspective. And that's the problem. He doesn't understand it from your perspective of being this age. So they do just need to talk about it at the end of the day, right? And like show each other each other's perspectives. So yeah, she's always coming in strong with the good advice. She has a couple good lines in there. Young people have been using dances as a warm up for sex since they invented sex is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. And also when she says like, is he a jerk? Is he stupid? Is he ugly? Does he like older women? <laughs> She's so good. She's so yeah. thirsty. <laughs> so we get our one scene of Agnes. I want more. But it's it's always good. And these scenes always seem to be like the the turnaround yeah. point. She's the smartest person on totally. the show. Like, yeah. let's be real. Yeah. So, yeah, she realizes that she needs to talk to her dad. The next scene is what I call the Dawson's Creek scene, which I realize is not relevant to when this came out. However, maybe Dawson's Creek is the one that has the blossom scenes. And not the other way around. Oh, it is. But I'm also watching Dawson's Creek for the first time. So it was just in the back of my head. Yeah, I've never seen Dawson's Creek. <gasps> it's uh... <laughs> It was such a big part of my life. I think like, we just broke Eric. No, yeah. like university, we used to like all go into the common room and watch Dawson's Creek, like my floor. Wow. Like, that's how big it was with my generation, I guess. Weren't uh... they in high school? Yeah, when I was in high school. But then when they grew up. Like, oh, they we like the it goes age. into college. Yeah. 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 It's really entertaining. You'll hate all of them. But you keep watching. Netflix also has the wrong music for this yeah, show. Yeah, it does. So it has Janard music. Oh, they couldn't get the even, rights. Even during the episodes, mm-hmm. like there there are different songs yeah. in the episodes. So I'm saying there's like, this is wrong. I don't yeah. like it. Because yeah, TV shows buy like the rights to music for like a specific amount of time or a specific type mm-hmm. of distribution so when they put it on netflix or or any other streaming site they often have to change the music or yeah if they do dvd yeah. which now makes me wonder how much of the music on blossom is the original because i don't remember i know the theme song is the same mm-hmm. they've they've kept the theme mm-hmm. song but like they didn't use a lot of what's the word i want cultural music not that we know of like it's a lot of soundtrack yeah but that like dance music right at the beginning could have been an actual Uh song but they've now replaced with like maybe it was joey lawrence (laughs) (laughs) they didn't want to pay him the rights oh my god (laughs) brilliant what a digression good job guys (laughs) love it so the reason i called it the dawson's creek scene we didn't even get to that (laughs) is that uh blossom is in her bedroom it's nighttime she hears a noise and then you see Bobby climb up to her window with a ladder he built that day in, in shop. shop. <laughs> Weird detail, but cool. Also, Blossom has a bat by her bed. She just sleeps mm-hmm. with a baseball bat by oh, her bed yeah, yeah. so that if somebody sneaks in the window. Sometimes you got to take a bitch out. I'm not li- I'm not going to lie. I have uh, like a cane right by my bed. We have a bat. When Tristan was in his first year of college, he insisted on walking down to Canadian Tire and getting a crowbar to keep by his bed for when the zombies come. <laughs> He's prepared. Yay! <laughs> I, we also had a crowbar under our bed for a while. Yeah, it's no longer under our bed, but the crowbar is still around. I want a yeah. cricket bat. That's what I want, but they're expensive. You got to know what a crumpet is if you want to play cricket. Hey. A cultural <laughs> reference. Hey, moving on. Oh, yes. <laughs> So Bobby is climbing up to her window and they have this very cute little chat, which is very overdramatic. They've been talking, what, a weekend, right? We've established this has been a weekend. 16 phone calls. 16 phone calls. So he's asked her to prom 
And he says, I'm never going to get over you. Until at least Which is <laughs> Thursday. And I, my note is LOL. Because, um, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you will. Um, mm. But it's a very sweet sentiment when you're yeah. that age and, you know, first love and yeah, all of and that. and they share their first kiss. They have a little smooch and it's very cute. And he says something along the lines of, this isn't going to help anything because we can't see each other. And she's like, it'll help yeah. me. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> like, get it, Blossom. So I just, I know we have a segment for this, but it's not my winner. I just want to point out her PJs, which... The bowling pins? <laughs> amazing bowling pins and bowling ball pattern. I think, from what I can see, the PJs are going to be a recurring yeah. thing. Yep. So just shout out to her PJs. Also, I like how the last line that Bobby says in this scene is that he got a D on the ladder. <laughs> yep. I, why did they not end that line with him falling <laughs> right? to the ground? I'm just like, like if you're going to mention that you did poorly on the ladder, then it's got to break or something. Yeah. Like why even say that line? Anyways, I was disappointed. <laughs> Pain or nothing. So after that little exchange, um, Blossom goes downstairs and Anthony's in the kitchen and they have one of their great brother or sister talks that they always mm-hmm. have. They talk about the whole situation. So Anthony actually reveals that he dated a 14-year-old when he was 16, and their dad didn't think anything of it. Yeah. However, the girlfriend's dad did try to shoot at him. Yeah. So I think we're <laughs> we're we're sticking pretty pretty well to that double standard of it's mm-hmm. cool when boys date, but it's not cool when girls date. Yeah. So I think any sort of wishy-washiness you might have felt about Nick's reaction at that point, hearing Anthony say that really kind of brings it yeah. into focus of what the issue is right so they have that little exchange joey is walking down he admits to blossom like i'm the one that told dad about all of this and kind of got him riled Mm -hmm. up um and he's really really sorry blossom forgives him he immediately falls asleep yeah yeah at the table um and then blossom kind of has a rant about i get everybody is trying to look out for me but they don't trust me Mm-hmm. And she needs to be trusted, not protected. Yeah. I'm I'm growing up. I, I'm not a little kid anymore. I don't need everybody yeah. doing everything for me. Exactly. So that's a, a really nice little scene between the siblings. I love the sibling scenes. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. They're really well written. Their their dynamic is so great because I feel like there's always a way for like two of them to band together. Like mm-hmm. Anthony and Blossom are like, wow, our brother's dumb. Joey and Anthony are like, wow, our sister's weird. And then like <laughs> Blossom and Joey are like, our brother made weird choices and I hope he's okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's a way that all yeah. three of them can kind of like connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember the very first episode we did the, the fake yeah. pilot quotes. I wasn't too sure about Anthony, but I feel like they finally figured out how to write him. And he's now one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Oh, I love Anthony. Yeah. They, they figured out what to do with him. So it's very mm-hmm. nice to see. So they have that cool little sibling exchange. Um, and then we have a little confrontation. Bobby shows up at the house to confront Nick about him forbidding Blossom and try to convince him that he only has good intentions for his daughter. So they end really, really strained. Uh, Nick flies off the handle real fast. He threatens violence. He threatens to like beat up a 16 year old child. Like he says, I'll put you through the wall. I mean, I feel like that's dad. Eric, is that dad talk? That sounds like dad talk. Yeah, I feel like it would be less acceptable on a sitcom these days, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't know. I feel like that's one of the things they don't change because like dad protection is universal (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's this really like bobby shows up to try to do the right thing and just say look i just want you to know that i would never hurt your daughter i actually really really like her i don't know what you've heard about me and just like turns on a dime and won't even Mm -hmm. hear about it and then bobby has this great line at the end where he's saying look i'm telling you i would never hurt blossom but you already have and he like mic drops and leaves which is great. I'm like, you might die today, but like, what a way to go out. Smart kid. <laughs> right? So immediately after that, Nick goes to talk to Blossom. It's just, a, again, a really short little scene, but he finally goes, okay, you know what? I've changed my mind. You can go to the prom. Yeah, she has like a huge like speech prepared and he mm-hmm. walks in and it's just like, yep, it's fine. Yeah. They do this cute little thing at the end 
which is like so their relationship where he's like you can go but i'm gonna go with you and she goes to point and then he goes to point and she realizes he's joking and they go hey it's really cute i i'm not sure that i'm happy with with how this situation played out because like yes blossom got what she wanted in the end which was like for Nick to let her go to the prom and like trust that she can make decisions but it's not because of anything right. Blossom did or said like it's all the guys talking around her and about her and like mm-hmm. them all making decisions about what she can and can't do yeah it's he needs to be convinced that the guy's gonna be okay not that even if he weren't okay Blossom yeah. could handle her, yeah. herself or say no or yeah you know which it's such a weird situation because you know physical strength and all whatever without getting yeah. into the the deep and dirty of it i i get it from that perspective but you're right it's he assumed she couldn't handle herself if something were to right and like happen. especially since we leave the last scene with blossom with her saying to like anthony i need to be trusted i need to like i can take care of mm-hmm. myself people need to realize that i can take care of myself but she doesn't actually get a chance to do that because Bobby comes in and fixes it by talking to Nick. Mm-hmm. She doesn't say this to her dad, does she? That I can remember that she needs to be trusted. I think that's in her speech that he cuts her off. Like she has this big speech prepared mm-hmm. of like, I'm like 14. Uh, you trust me. Yeah. You know me. Like, mm-hmm. and she doesn't get to say it. I would have been more interested instead of this being like a Bobby scene, make this the Anthony scene where he literally goes to her and goes, I did this exact same thing. Why were you cool yeah. with that? And mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's different because mm-hmm. it's Blossom. I think that would have been more interesting to watch. I mean, it's still a guy saving the day in a way, but you would get to explore the um, the hypocrisy of it a little bit more. Anyways, problematic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So we get to prom nights. We have Nick and Anthony sitting in the living room. They're waiting for Bobby to show up. Blossom comes downstairs looking cute as heck. I wanted to know, have proms gotten more fancy or is her dress just supposed to like represent her quirky like fashion sense? I think both. Because I did like the dress. I just didn't think it was like by today's standard of formal prom, like a formal dress. I I think the quirkiness goes a lot into the fashion aesthetic of the time. Like it was like a bare shoulder, but like poofy, like... The look was very of the time. So I think that was more like just standards have changed from from what from what I've seen (laughs) as old lady, uh, old lady Jen. There's a lot more about being glam now. And it maybe it wasn't so much like that before. Uh, Eric, I wish I had that one where I wish it wasn't that glam. No, I don't remember. I had a tux of some sort, not a tux, I had a suit. My mm-hmm. date had a dress of some sort. And yeah, like there's there's so much like pomp and circumstance now, at least with prom. At least I feel like because everything's social media based. Mm-hmm. So everyone's mm-hmm. like, we have to get dolled up. Yeah. And everything has to be big. And like, I don't remember it being like, I remember going to prom and I remember it mm-hmm. being a big deal, but I don't remember it being that big of a deal. No, me neither. I Yeah, I remember it being... So I I went to three proms. They were formal. They weren't called prom. They were formal. We didn't do prom queen or king or any of that. We didn't do that either. But so at my school, you were allowed to go to formal. If you were in grade 11 or 12, Um, you could go both years. Mm -hmm. So we went in grade 11 and like I just wore my friends. I just wore dresses that we had in our closet. I went in grade 12 and like went out and bought a dress from that. And it was like, do you remember Fairweather? Yes. yes. Is that gone? They <laughs> constantly have closing sale signs in their windows, but they never close. Oh, yeah. They're just like in a constant oh, yeah. state of closing. So I got, I had, I had a, one of their like formal dresses. And then the third time I went, I did a, a victory lap. They had gotten rid of grade 13 by the time I got there, but you could stay and do like additional courses if you wanted to. And that was when I started dating Tristan. And I was like, I already went to like my formal, like I don't need a new dress. However, I was really into like DIY at the time. So I made a dress out of red t-shirts. That's awesome. I have seen that picture. Yeah. It looked good. I want to see I'll it. Try to, so does the I'll internet. It, you know what? Let's, um, if we can all find a picture from our prom, our formal, oh, we'll God. put that on uh, on the Instagram as well. I, uh, <laughs> I, uh-huh. I still have that dress. I held it up the other day. I don't think I could fit a leg in it. Like... <laughs> I was, I was like, uh, tiny. <laughs> and that's aging, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah, we were this. Well, I mean, 
I was just a quirky girl. So, you know, I wouldn't have worn a gown anyways. God, I was awful. I feel like we would have really gotten along in high school. I'm sad that we did, so. we, we only met in university and not in high school. Yeah. No, I can definitely find a prom picture. I did one of those um, androgynous, like Victor Victoria skirt, but with tail, <gasps> tails and... That is so you. Yeah, <laughs> I was that kid. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I understood myself more in high school right like i was so afraid of like i hid so much stuff like the musical thing all the music i like like the people that i hung around with were like yeah we only like rock music and Mm. heavy not heavy metal hard rock and all this stuff and i was like yeah i'm hardcore too (laughs) i mean we all did that to a certain extent yeah yeah i i feel like as soon as I went to university, I, I got to explore way more things. And like, mm-hmm. it was such a freeing experience. Like, I love it. Yeah. I think, yeah, high school, I, I feel very lucky with my high school experience. I was in an arts program. So mm-hmm. like all of my friends were like weirdos like I was. <laughs> but if I had gone to a mainstream high school, it would not have been a good experience. Yeah. I didn't even know there were art high schools until like grade 11 or grade 12. And I was like, well, it's too late yeah. now. <laughs> I got to no it's a uh, public school is interesting i just i leaned into it it's like i could have mm-hmm. hidden but i was like well i'll lean into it and then i'll be like super defiant about it and i'll be like do it hate me. <laughs> look how weird i am I, I think it was also weird that i was the first grade at my high school so i was in grade nine and there was only grade nine so every year we were oh. always the oldest grade so as we were trying to figure out our high school cells we we're also trying to figure out high school because there was no one older for us to sort of see how it was right that's it was so, such a oh it was a God. weird experience yeah that's wild super weird who we yeah. have so much to say we today do. guys yeah the high Dang. school experience man so yeah we just spent a long ass time talking about how cute she looks <laughs> which she does yeah yeah super valid cool. so Nick pulls that dad test thing again when Bobby shows up going ha 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 I'm going with you and then, like, Bobby is trying to be cool. Yeah. Being like, yeah, that's totally fine. It'd be an honor. And Nick's just like, calm the fuck down, <laughs> kid. <laughs> like, just chill, Nick. I will kill you. He's already proven himself. <laughs> and he literally says the I'll track you down and kill you. Classic yeah. deadline. So they go to prom. Um, we presume a few hours have passed because all the men are sitting in the living room in tuxes. Even Anthony. Even Anthony. Um, Nick has come back from his benefit. He seems ambivalent about it. It's like uh, Ella Fitzgerald, whatever. Just another day at the office. Just another day at the <laughs> office. Joey is in his tux. He's talking about how terrible prom was because his date like enjoyed herself and wanted to stay yeah. instead of having sex with him yeah. presumably toxic masculinity there's a constant theme <laughs> yeah. with joey it's, i it's very upsetting <laughs> i find joey hard to watch mm-hmm. and i'm trying to do cultural context and not think too hard about it he makes me feel icky i didn't i don't recall any well i didn't really hang out with many people in high school but i don't remember any boys being like this i'm sure <laughs> there were but i don't remember seeing yeah it. i don't I don't remember anyone like this. It was like highly sexual. Like he was just like one thing is on his mind. Like that's the only thing. Like I think he does get slightly better. Like he's still for a long time, like is really focused on getting laid, but he never, he always treats women with respect, like all of his dates and stuff. Maybe he'll talk about them in not the most respectful way, but like when he's on the date, he's not like doing anything sketchy, if that makes sense. But then they enjoy it and he's like mad about it. That seems to be a theme. He's mad they didn't go to something. Yeah. I don't, oh. I don't know. Anyway, so him talking about that gave me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. And then Nick asked, this is so good. Nick asked Anthony why he's wearing a tuxedo and goes, well, everyone else looks so good. I wanted to look good yeah. too. And I still had my tux from when I rented it when I went to my prom. And he's like, why didn't you return it? And he's like, oh, I couldn't remember where yeah. I got it from. <laughs> So good, Anthony. I love you. 
Um, so they're all sitting there and waiting. And then we cut to Blossom and Bobby coming home. He's walking her to the front door like a gentleman, um, saying they had a great time. They're going to miss each other. And Blossom says, you know, I know you're going to do a really, really great job. Don't worry about it. Don't be mm-hmm. nervous. And then they have a very cute little goodbye kiss with all of the Creeper Russo yep. boys looking on from the window. So weird. So mm. weird. And that's the end <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> which again i'm sure some fathers have done that it's so weird i just have in my notes creepy af yeah creepy because they they have like a face per frame it's i don't know no good weird guys don't be weird (laughs) this family's weird just like let your daughters live life don't be a fucking weirdo please my god that's the lesson of the week don't be weird don't be a fucking weirdo yeah Mine was don't yeah. butt into other people's business. Yep. Yeah, mm. that was mine too. Mind your own mm-hmm. damn business. Well, that's the lesson of the week. I was yeah. just joking, but here we are. <laughs> but what we haven't covered is the outfit of the week. So, Eric? Oh, obviously, mine was uh, from an earlier scene where Joey, you know, the walk scene. I'm going to want to go for a walk. So, Joey's wearing this wonderful brown vest. The back is obviously white of that vest. With a purple paisley shirt. Yep. And there's a, yeah, I said blue flower print shirt. Oh my God. Wonderful. And blue jeans. Just a (laughs) cowboy. That was my outfit too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that was my floofy. It's very floofy like a pirate. (laughs) So that was mine too. But because we also just spent 10 minutes talking about prom dresses, I will split the diff and say Blossom's prom dress was my favorite. It's pretty good dress. After the weird West. Yeah. <laughs> vests were a thing then. I know. I had yeah. a couple oh, yeah. vests. Oh, we've already seen like 10 vests in yeah. this show and we're on episode three of yeah. this podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think the last thing we have to do is give it a score. Mallory, what do you score this? Uh, so I scored it three out of five flowered hats. Because I didn't like that Blossom didn't get to solve her own problem. That mm-hmm. it, it was just like all the boys and the men making decisions for her. And even though she did get what she wanted in the end, it wasn't because of something that she was able to do. Yeah. Eric? A 3.5. Um, I appreciate the deadpan of Nick this whole episode, although there were some weird moments. And that's why it's not as high up on the, the flower hat list. Yeah, I I had a 3. I'll maybe go 3.5. Five, but same thing just dudes being weird like just stop <laughs> so i don't know i feel like the lesson at the end or the intended lesson was good but it wasn't executed terribly yeah well. i think yeah the intended yeah. lesson you know like don't put it into other people's business but i think the actual mm-hmm. lesson i learned from this is like the guys will figure it out which isn't the lesson you want to learn no and i feel like the lesson was more for any parents yeah. watching than it was for a girl trying to figure this out. Yeah, well, I think they wanted Blossom to be like a family show. Like you could sit down with your parents yeah. and watch it. I don't know how I watched this show with my parents. There's a lot of sex talk in this. I don't think I did. I think I watched it on my own after school or something. I don't know. Oh, man. So we've given it a score. That's the episode. Thank you, guys. I hope you had fun. So next week, we're going to look at episode three of season one, Dad's Girlfriend. All right. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to In My Opinionation. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IamOpinionation, our website at IamOpinionation.com, or email us at OpinionationPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your opinionation about this or any future episodes. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, and until next week, the sun is going to surely shine.